Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the fifth day of May. I am Paul White. Thank you for joining me. We are in 1 Timothy chapter 1. Uh, we talked about the Savior and the hope yesterday. God the Savior, Jesus the hope. In verse 2, Paul addresses Timothy, calls him his loyal child in the faith. A word, the word loyal, when you go to the ESV, he calls him his true child in the faith. He seemed to be pretty interchangeable in in. In that, Paul refers to Timothy as a son of his in more than one case. And as we said in our intro a few few days ago, that doesn't have anything to do with bloodline. That has to do with sort of the spiritual maturity that Paul has been a part of that entire process for Timothy. He's helped lead him to the faith. But I want to concentrate on the last half of the second verse today. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. A real quick comparison between verse 1 and verse 2. In verse 1, we talked about this yesterday, God the Savior, Jesus the hope. Then in verse 2, God's the Father, Jesus is the Lord. It's it's pretty fascinating amount of crammed in theology in just a salutation. I mean, he hasn't even done anything. It's just a greeting. And yet he establishes that God is the... Savior, and I, as we said yesterday, and I'm just trying to put yesterday's thoughts with some new stuff today, that God is our Savior because he is the inaugurator, the author of the covenant of grace. Jesus is our hope because he's the mediator of that covenant. He's what brings that to us. And then God is also our Father while Jesus is our Lord. So God has birthed us within that covenant. So that covenant of grace is not some legal transaction alone that needs some sort of attorney in order to enforce it. You take that illustration, that allegory, and then you soften it by broadening it so that God is not just writing this cold covenant. That would be too Sinaiic. Instead, he is authoring a covenant by fathering a family. So the author of the new covenant the Savior, God, becomes Father by our association with the anointed Christ Jesus, who becomes our Lord. I I liken this in some ways to the encounter that Jesus had with his disciples in John 14, where where they famously said, and Philip famously said, Lord, all of this stuff is fine, but just show us the Father. And of course, Jesus responds with, how long must I be with you before you realize if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And we use that as a way of saying that if you look at Jesus, you're looking at the Father. But in the middle of that conversation, Jesus declares himself to be something. He says, I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. And I think what Jesus is saying, among other things he's saying, but the thing that stands out to me is that Jesus is reminding both the disciples and the reader, all of us, that he is the way, truth, and life to discovering that God is more than God. God is your Father. And that if you want to see God as your Father, start with Jesus, because then you see God as a man. And since you are part of the human family, seeing God as a man makes God relatable through Jesus in a way that God could never be relatable without Jesus. So in truth, there's no separation between 
the preaching of God and the preaching of Jesus for purposes of the Christian faith. We, you can't divorce those two concepts. What you have to do is begin to frame the message of who God is into familial terms like father. Because once he becomes father, then he has become human. And I don't mean that in an insult at all to the divinity of God, but he has become human in a way that makes him relatable to humans. Father, forgive them, they know not what they do, that sort of thing. Which leads to Paul's opening salvo, this salutation that gets repeated often by Paul. Paul often says, grace and peace to you. In Timothy, he says, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and from Christ Jesus our Lord. The part that we emphasized was that Father and Lord part. But look look at grace, mercy, and peace. This is a, a Pauline greeting. He commonly substitutes the word grace for what the Hebrew writers almost always use as, for, would use the word greetings. Um, I think James does that. Let me, let me run over there. This is not the kind of thing you, you're supposed to do live on your, when you're recording your podcast. This is the kind of thing you're supposed to do when you're studying for your podcast. But it strikes me that I think James might do that. Um, when he talks, James, a servant of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes in the dispersion. Greetings. There it is. Greetings. Um, and James is writing a very, sort of a very Jewish centric narrative. Um, Paul is different, though he has that same Jewish base. Paul sort of substitutes a word in his writings, and so he doesn't use the more common greeting. He uses grace instead of a greeting. And the the Jew the Jewish narration would almost always add the word peace, um, which is a word for health or wholeness of life. And so it was common for a Jewish writer in that day to say, greetings and peace. Paul drops the greetings and switches to grace. I also like it, and he does this again in 2 Timothy. He adds mercy, grace, mercy, and peace. And I don't want to overplay this, but maybe we should work a little more on differentiating between grace and mercy, though they are essentially part of the same thing, um, and especially in the Old Testament. But in the New, we do get a semblance that mercy and grace are two different things in that mercy um, seems to be the alleviation of whatever already oppresses us. Grace seems to be the benefit of God's goodness, regardless of what is oppressing us. And Paul wishes grace and mercy and peace on to Timothy, and I will take Paul's cue, and I will wish grace and mercy and peace onto all of you, because it is what, regardless of whether you think you deserve it, it's the heart of God to give grace and mercy and peace. Paul's going to warn against false teachers. It's going to be one of the first things that he does. I want to talk about that tomorrow and why maybe that leads this letter. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.